Hey everyone, this is Chris Allman, president of Sanctuary. Welcome back to the Academy, where you get the tools, tips, and advice you need to grow your business. Today on the Academy, we're talking about SEO-friendly design and why you should be implementing these foundational best practices so you can be found online. Let's jump into it. Today we're talking about SEO-friendly design. Many people don't consider design an important part of SEO, but when you consider that design includes related topics like UX, user experience, and UI, user interface design, you'll start to see how many of these practices can make or break your SEO, all while helping to improve the overall experience of your website visitors. So how do you get started? The first step in the process is to design your website navigational links so they can be easily followed by the search engines and by visitors. The process of search engines visiting your website to explore and catalog your content has been referred to as web crawling, or spidering, or indexing. Considering how visitors and search engines will find their way around your site is a critical first step to effective SEO-friendly design. A good best practice is to spend a good amount of time researching and determining the best way to organize your content and categories before starting your design. This is the foundation of designing an excellent user experience. If a user can't find what they need, their experience is not going to be great. How your content is organized is very important and is referred to as your information architecture. The practice of designing your information architecture focuses on organizing, structuring, and labeling content in an effective and sustainable way. Keyword research is an important and necessary part of this as well, as we'll discuss later. As a designer myself, I tend to dive directly into the creative process and mold things into a workable solution. Many designers take this approach because we're eager just to get to the fun stuff. But ideally, we need to take a step back and put pencil to paper and think through things a bit. Actually, if I'm honest, for large sites, it might be necessary to spend just as much time in the planning and organization stage as you do with the design phase. Sorry to break the bad news. You must take the time to think through how you're going to get people and the search engines to your content and plan for changes and growth. A properly planned site will be much more user-friendly for the customers, far more crawlable by the search engines, and more sustainable in the long run. Lastly, spend time on keyword research before you start your design. We'll talk more about this in a bit. Here's a quick example though. If you have a company that offers landscaping services, a link on your site navigation might seem effective and sleek and simple as services. But if you're interested in helping search engines and users to clearly understand what your company does, it's going to be the best choice to label this link as landscaping services. Making this small change is an obvious decision for the bright and ambitious web designer and one that may have been missed without a little planning with SEO in mind. Moving on, let's talk a little bit about crawlability. Crawlability is essentially how well a search engine can find all the pages on your website. It's also the engine's ability to properly document what the pages are all about. One of the biggest problems that many websites face in this regard is the use of graphic images as navigation, and worse yet, informational content as graphic images on the page. Yes, back in the day, I too was guilty of this massive SEO blunder. But if you have any interest in ranking well in the search engines, you will have to do away with this practice and guide the search engines with a descriptive text and links 
that help them understand what your content is about and where it all is on your site. When I first started out as a budding web designer, I only cared about the design. I had zero knowledge of coding or SEO, and outside of the long paragraphs of content on the site, I made everything an image, navigation, headlines, graphics, and sometimes even the links. As you can imagine, it's very hard for a search engine to view an image and understand what it's all about or what it says. Google is getting better at this, but it's still a foundational best practice to create all your content and navigation as text. Here's a quick tip. Sometimes you need images. Images are a critical aspect of designing a great user experience. So when you have to use an image, provide what's called alt text in the code that describes the image for the search engines and your visibly impaired visitors. And to close out this tip, here's a couple metaphors. I love metaphors. Think of search engine spiders as young children that need strong guidance, or a busy snob that lets the door slam in your face after a meeting. Search engines are busy, distracted, and on a mission. They're not going to stop and ask questions. They take what you give them and they move on. So make it easy for them by doing everything you can to make it easy to crawl and understand your website. The next best practice for good SEO-friendly design is internal linking. Cross-linking or deep linking or internal linking is another way that you can help websites crawl and understand what's important on your website. You will also help to direct search engines to content that might not be linked from your homepage or navigation as a top-level category. A great example of this is a blog article. Articles might be featured on a homepage temporarily, but eventually they will be mixed among all the other articles on your site. So it'll help if you can link to them and reference them from other related content on your site. In addition to helping search engines index your content, this also helps the design of your site by improving your user's experience. You're adding value to your content by linking to additional sources of information, internally and externally. Linking to other content will help guide the user through your site and help them discover other nuggets of information that they may have missed without the link. Side note, don't be afraid to link to users' content other than your own. Your goal is to be helpful in any way that you can, and sometimes the best thing to do is link out to external content. Just make sure that the link opens in a new window so they're not completely leaving your site. Obviously, the same theory stands regarding the search engines. Deep linking helps search spiders find their way to all the great content on your site so you ensure that they're thorough. Linking to pages on your site and off your site also helps the search engines determine the overall subject matter of your site, therefore helping to improve the rankings for your core keywords. Here's another quick tip. In addition to just linking content to related content, plan to link content back to top-level pages that have keywords that you want to rank for. Using the landscaping example that I mentioned previously, if you have a lot of blog articles related to landscaping services, Every one of these pages should link back up to your top-level landscaping services page using that keyword. Ultimately, this will help visitors and search engines find their way to this important page, and you'll find that this internal linking strategy is one of the best ways to improve your SEO rankings because it helps search engines to understand what's the most important topics and content on your site. Lastly, you can help search engines and users find their way around better by including text links in your page footer to the main sections of your site. 
This practice is an added bonus for content-heavy sites where readers end up at the bottom of a long article and need navigation to move back to the main pages or other sections of interest. The next thing that you can do is create a sitemap. This can be done manually by creating an actual page or HTML sitemap, or you can create what's called an XML sitemap. An HTML sitemap can be considered good design because it may help to improve the user experience of a website if all of your content isn't clearly visible within your top level navigation. It can help people find their way if they're looking for something specific and search is not an option that's available on your site. But the best and easiest way to create a sitemap is the XML format. This is a file that's only used by search engines. It documents all the content on your site and it can even be uploaded directly to Google through your account. Google will validate the file and check it on a regular basis. Check out sites like xml-sitemaps.com to see how this can be done with little or no pain or technical know-how. The takeaway here is that you must help search engines find content on your site by doing everything you can to link them to all of your content. Providing a sitemap that links to all of your content is a no-brainer and it's relatively easy to do. The last tip that I have in this segment is to spend time researching your keywords before you even start thinking about the pixels on the page. As previously mentioned, one of the most important aspects of an optimized website design is to take the time to complete thorough keyword research so you're making informed decisions about the text elements on the page. Most designers and their clients start out with the look of the website, and then when it's all finished, polished, and proofed, they look at a company to optimize their website. Obviously, this is an inefficient way to go about it and highly time-consuming to rework if the designer has missed the mark. The proper keywords might not fit in the nav bar. The proper keywords might reflow text so it looks unprofessional or unattractive. Worse yet, the client and designer might not even know why their site is not ranking well. The client will point fingers at the designer and say, I have all kinds of content on my product on the site. Why is it not ranking? Chances are they've completely missed the mark by being way too general or just writing content that sounds great but doesn't contain the perfect golden phrases that bring real traffic. Knowing the right keywords is essential. Give yourself a chance at being found by spending a little bit of time in the lab where you'll gain real insight into the thoughts and needs of people that are searching for you. 99% of the time, you'll be surprised by the results. You might be the best damn grass maintenance company in the world, but I'll bet the farm on the fact that you don't know if the majority of your potential customers search for landscaping company, grass mowing company, or property maintenance, or any other variation that a common layperson might use to find someone to mow their grass. When you're dealing with products and services on your website, you'll be blown away by the amount of combinations and variations of phrases that people use to find you. Using the right words throughout your site design during the planning phase will most likely determine if your site sinks or swims. Properly integrating these carefully selected key phrases into your design will also improve the user experience of your site visitors. And it will save you headaches down the road if you can plan for the proper placement of these key phrases in your design from the beginning. These are just a few of the best practices of SEO-friendly design, and this is only part one in this series. Following these simple rules is easy 
and we'll be providing more tips in the near future. Follow the links in the show notes for additional episodes around SEO-friendly design when they become available. We'll be back soon with part two. This has been the Academy Podcast, where you get the tools, tips, and advice you need to grow your business. As always, thanks for listening. Please visit us at academypodcast.com to find your way to more great content. You can stay connected with us on social media or by subscribing to emails that are full of additional news, advice, downloads, webinars, and special content. The Academy is a service of Sanctuary. Visit us online at sanctuarymg.com if you need a partner to grow your business. If I can help you in any way, please connect with me on social media or email me directly at chris at sanctuarymg.com. That's C-H-R-A-S. Thanks again for listening, and I hope we'll connect again soon in the near future.